Hello and welcome to episode 6 of Jedi Eternal. I'm one of your hosts, Andrew Bolin, alongside the luminous Braxton Taylor. <laughs> Man, we have an awesome episode uh, this week, so much has happened this oh, week. Oh man, just so much. Yeah. So much, um, and and Star Wars has happened as well as in our own lives. We're running off. We're a weird schedule today. <laughs> yeah. uh, we're on a, a different day than we normally do. It's late at night. We're half asleep, but we're gonna oh, do this yeah. because we want to make sure that you guys get to hear this on Friday. Yeah, just a heads up right off the the bat here. We will not have our Clone Wars Episode 2 review in this episode. And the reason for that is we're doing this on a Thursday night, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. Due to our schedules, we could not get it to work out to do one on Friday or Saturday. So, we're doing this um, on Thursday night. So, we will review both the second and third episode of the Clone Wars Season 7 next Friday. Sounds good to me. All right. So, let's just get right into this with our first news story. And our first news story is one that I'm actually quite surprised about. I did not expect yeah, this. I did here. not expect this this soon at all. Um, so what we have here is IDW Star Wars Adventures will tell the first story set after the rise of Skywalker. So That's pretty surprising. Very surprising to me. Yeah. So this is going to be in May. And it is going to showcase what Ray, Finn, and Poe end up doing shortly after the Battle of Exegol. So what do you think? You know, I, I'm i honestly very surprised about this. Frankly, I didn't think they'd be taking this leap of going post-Rise of Skywalker, post-Skywalker Saga this soon. I knew it was going to happen, but I frankly thought this was going to be much further down the road, like years, maybe even like five to ten years, something like that. I did not expect it to be <laughs> within months, you know. Yeah, so I I assumed we would get some kind of story in the next year or two. Okay. But I expected it to be either a mainline comic mm-hmm. or a novel. Not so, something kind of official, yeah. Not Star Wars Adventures. <laughs> no offense to Star Wars well, Adventures. But it, I, I've said before, it's not... It's not my favorite thing. It's not mm-hmm. definitely not my favorite comic. It is more kid-oriented, which is fine. That's great. Mm-hmm. I I like that they have that stuff out there for kids. But again, it just doesn't really interest me. I'm not a big f- <coughs> I'm not a big fan of it. So it's right. interesting that of all the ways <laughs> mediums they, they yeah, all yeah. all the mediums they could yeah. choose to bring us the first story after <laughs> Rise of Skywalker at Star Wars Adventures. For me that that's kind of indicative though of the whole thing. Like they made Rise of Skywalker you know, episode nine, the end of the Skywalker saga, they made it to where like it can almost there can almost be nothing afterwards, right? Like they just yeah. they ended all the Sith, they ended all the Jedi in, in some kind of way. You know, they they killed off you know all the main characters. You know, so they almost had it like we're like okay, oh, this is it, we're done, we mm-hmm. had a clean slate. So for me, it's almost indicative that of course the first one that's going to come after is some kind of like nonsensical, just <laughs> you know, not important yeah. comic. You know. It kind of makes sense. I'm not gonna lie. If they're, since they're doing it so soon now, if it was like five years down the road, and that was the first thing, I'd be very surprised. But since it's so soon, I'm kind of kind of not surprised. About yeah, that. and <laughs> and I will say what it the details it gives is that it says they aren't finished fighting the first order. Naturally. <laughs> so, basically, you know, there are some remnants of the first order 
that remain, you know, that mm-hmm. kind of thing. So the, technically the war isn't <clears throat> completely over, just like the war with the Empire wasn't completely over, you know, right. for a couple of years. And so I'm sure it's kind of the same, the same circumstances there. Uh, interesting that they are saying, though, it's the First Order, not the... Um, what do they call Sith it? Order or the final like order or something? Final Doesn't order. he call it the final, it order? final order? Yeah. So yeah, it, it's the first. They're still, they're calling it the first order, not the final order. But which that is because that was you know Palpatine's intention. But at the same time, like how you know who all did he tell at that point other than <laughs> yeah yeah. So it made it well made the final it, order. I think was most of the ones that rise up there at the end, right? right and, yeah. And so I think most of them were all destroyed right there in that. Yeah, they were. Yeah. So maybe that's why. But yeah. Anyway, so let's anyway, move on. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we could get into a big yeah, long there's thing a about long that. conversation there. But um, uh, and so you guys know, the later it is, we, more me and Andrew can just <laughs> talk forever. Anyway, um, it's late. We're ha- we're just having fun. Having a good know? time. We're gonna be tired tomorrow. Anyway, so what does yeah, it even matter? It doesn't even matter. So, anyways, next news story is uh, nothing too crazy, but it is pretty exciting for me um, and, and for Andrew both, and for I'm sure for many of you. Oh, yeah. Um, the Star Wars The Skywalker Saga, so episodes one through nine, as the 4K box set has officially been unveiled by Disney and Lucasfilm, which will oh, be coming yeah. out soon. So, what are your thoughts on that? So, this is coming out April 20th. Mm-hmm. Um, this, this does not have Rogue <coughs> One or Solo. Right, yeah. This is just the saga, strictly. And I think this is great. It looks fantastic. I love the, the box art and stuff. You guys can go and check that out. It's it's almost like this big book. Um, it has over 26 hours of bonus features. Oh, yeah. And see, that's what I'm all I'm, about. Yeah. I love the, I have the Blu-ray book set. Like, yeah. back when Blu-rays first kind of were a big deal. Right. Um, they, made, they made the Blu-ray versions of all the Star Wars movies. They put them all together in this little book, and it came with a bunch of bonus features, which was awesome. And so I think this is going to have even more of that. I'm curious if some of it will be rehashes of things they already used for the Blu-ray. And I don't mm-hmm. have any way of knowing that right now, probably until until release. But um, I hope there's some new stuff for each movie. I and hope so too. Yeah. If so, it's very likely I'll pick this up just because I'm a collector, and I, oh, especially yeah. for the movies and stuff. So. Well, I think with the end of the saga, <clears throat> I mean, you kind of have to. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, other than my Xbox, I don't even have a DVD player, let alone a 4K one. Yeah. Um, but I'm still gonna pick it up just because. I mean, it's the end of the saga. I mean, I want to have all nine movies. Uh, you know at hand at all times you know speaking of that does i wonder i can't tell from this but the 4k set might actually have blu-rays with it as well now i don't oh, know that for know. sure that could be a lot of times 4k dvd sets come with a blu-ray this might be the case here unfortunately um this does not tell me so well, I I would I would assume it probably does though. More than likely, I don't get DVDs enough to really know anymore if that's the case. So. <laughs> yeah, who, who needs Blu-rays anymore? <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. a bunch of plebeians over there with your Blu-ray players. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, so the uh, we're gonna go into our rumors now. Yeah. Um, and we have some some very interesting rumors here, and the first one that we're gonna talk about is. There is talks about a new movie in the works, okay? And yeah. and we know there there are a lot of talk going on at Lucasfilm right now about where Star Wars is headed with movies, that kind of thing. Um, so, but this says, uh, this is coming from Deadline, 
and Deadline has confirmed that a new Star Wars feature is in the works with filmmaker J.D. Dillard and Luke Cage and Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. scribe Matt Owens. Yeah, so I saw that. I thought that was pretty interesting that, that Matt Owens wouldn't be on this. Like I said, he did, like I said, as, as you just said, uh, Luke Cage and Agents yes. of S.H.I.E.L.D. And so they're not sure whether it's for Disney Plus or the big screen, mm-hmm. but reportedly, now this is what's really interesting. Yeah. Reportedly, really cool. the project will take place on the hidden Sith planet of Exegol. So for me, with someone, and that's going to be really interesting, regardless of whatever it is. Um, but, you know, with someone like Matt Owen, who is, like I said, who's done two pretty popular TV shows, mm-hmm. this definitely sounds like this could be a TV show. And I'm going to take a leap of, not a leap of faith here necessarily, but like a, a go out on a limb here and say, could this be the Knights of Ren on Exegol? Right? Like, I don't know. I mean, that's, that's, I don't know. I have no basis of, of saying that. Right. Yeah. But I know a lot of people wanted that. I've seen it a lot on Twitter. And I mean, I'm not saying I wouldn't want it. I, I, I think it'd be really cool. But I know that well, because where do you find the Knights of Ren on episode nine at the very end? They were on Exegol. So right. what, what else would they do? Um, also, I'm gonna. I want to uh, apologize <laughs> if you hear if you hear my dog in the background chewing on a bone. We're trying uh, to get her to stop, but she's yeah. not stopping. Uh, um, so I apologize if you. Hear it wouldn't that be. It back. wouldn't be a Jedi Eternal. Ep- I just stole it from episode. her. We're good. She's gonna cry probably. Now, but. <laughs> He's like, it's not a Jedi Eternal episode without Andrew's dog interrupting us at least three times every episode. So, <laughs> right, one you down, guys, two more to go. You guys are used to it at this point. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, so I think that um, is very intriguing. <laughs> There's a lot of different ways it could go, oh, whether yeah. it be set years ago. Of course, I don't really know exactly when Exegol, like when this, the Sith came to Exegol, all that stuff. We're not told exactly when that was, but I assume right. it was probably quite a while ago. So we could it could be a very far prequel. It could be set during the sequel trilogy. It could be set uh, whenever... Um, the emperor is arrived there. Mm-hmm. It, there there's so many different op, op, opportunities in that story, mm-hmm. but I also find it a stretch that they're really working on this. Yeah, that is such a peculiar and very specific thing. Like, oh, we're making a some kind of piece of videography, whatever that be, TV or film, and it's also on Exegol, but and we have no no nothing out there except that this we have this director and we have this writer and that's it. Like that's all we have. You know, it is so it is kind of odd. But here's the thing: like in terms of Exegol, though, there is I would imagine quite a time span because obviously it's existed for millennia. I'd imagine you know just like every other planet. But also, you know, uh, Palpatine had been working on these these world destroyer ships. I mean, they had thousands and thousands and thousands. They had been working for years and years and years on this. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's very possible that this go back. This could go back like right after Return of the Jedi or something. Who knows? You know what I'm saying? Right, right. I don't know. So let's move on. Um, so our second rumor is about the Mandalorian, and uh, I'm just gonna read what I have here. So James Mangold, who uh, directed Ferrari v Ford or Ferrari versus Ford, however you want to say it, uh, and he also directed Logan, which is a great. Um, uh, great movie and then you have robert rodriguez and others reportedly are directed uh are directing or directed sequences for mandalorian season two and I have a quote here and it says as for mangold and rodriguez's involvement we have not or uh, see we do not know on what scale they're involved but rodriguez's con- contribution is being called quote unquote great so what are your thoughts on that well so we know like those movies 
are very dark movies. They're mm-hmm. very dark and gritty. So yeah. I I could totally see their visions kind of gelling with the Mandalorian and kind of like with maybe some some of the darker elements of the Mandalorian. Um, and it, I don't, did you just mention, and maybe I just didn't hear you, but about Bryce Dallas Howard, did you no, say I that? No, I did not. So they were also saying that um, Bryce Dallas Howard is said to have returned to direct in another episode. Oh, okay, yeah, I shouldn't see that one. So, um, of course, I think that's, I think that'd be great. You know, I, I hear a lot of flack about her episode. Mm-hmm. And even I had some issues with her episode until you get to the end and then you realize it kind of mattered more than you realized when you very first watched it. Yeah. Um, but I will also say it has, her episode had some of the best baby Yoda moments of the, Oh yeah. I mean, there was some very, um, comedic baby Yoda moments in her episode. Well, and, 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 uh, and, uh, with whole ATSD thing and, and, yeah. you know, I, here's the thing with, with that episode, that was one of the first episodes I thought, Oh, great. We got a filler episode, you know? <laughs> yeah. Now, don't get me wrong, it was a great episode. I really enjoyed watching it, mm-hmm. but I, it was a filler, right? Um, and I'm not going to hold, I mean, I'm not holding that against Bryce by any imagination. Right, but it was, but by the time you get to the end, it did mean more. Right. It, yeah. it came back around. So then you were like, okay, now it doesn't feel as much as filler, mm-hmm. even though it's still a filler episode, but it yeah. felt, felt less that way. And I appreciated that episode more by the time no, we get I agree. to the end of the season. And I think that was the first time I've ever in my life been intimidated by an ATSD. <laughs> <laughs> they did—they they played it off very well. In the original trilogy, there are these clumsy, goofy things that like little fur baby bear <laughs> things are like knocking over, and you're like, "Oh wow, this is retarded." But all of a sudden, like, no, now it's like this horrible thing that's like crushing through, and like red eyes, like very. And, and it's interesting that she played with like Jurassic Park themes, you know, with the whole team. Right, right. Very right. cool. Very cool. Yeah. But, uh, I, yeah, I like that. So, anyway, let's move on. Yeah, yeah let's move on um, to our last rumor here. And, of course, this one is something that I'm very interested in. Um, so, apparently, EA canceled a Star Wars Battlefront spinoff last mm-hmm. year. I saw that. So, it was codenamed Viking, and it was supposed to release this fall. Mm-hmm. What do you think about that? Yeah, I didn't know if you got the Viking part. That's one thing I was going to mention is that it was a code name Viking. I don't know. I don't really know what to expect on that. Like, what would be a spinoff of Battlefront? You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't understand what that would even be because Battlefront is so – it's like such a multifaceted thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you have – Yeah, it, the, the word spinoff is kind of confuses me there because it doesn't – I don't really know what that. Yeah, there's uh, no core. Now maybe you know. a spinoff of the story of Battlefront. Okay. And if yeah. and if that's the case, maybe it's Iden Versio's daughter. Maybe yeah. more of a story about her. Yeah. We get some story about her daughter in uh, DLC for the game, mm-hmm. but maybe that kind of carries on more of that. We get a little bit of more of her story in a novel, um, but so maybe that's what they mean by spinoff. Um. And maybe it was just going to be just, maybe it was just going to be another DLC <coughs> expansion to the to the game. Yeah, and that's that's possible, but I wouldn't imagine them canceling that and having a, a code name and everything for just another DLC expansion, though. I mean, it's possible, but I don't I don't see that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I find it more likely that it was a full game. Because here's the thing. I mean, 
EA has been hit or miss with these games, right? Like Battlefront and Battlefront 2. Battlefront 1 was pretty revolutionary when it first came out, but it went downhill quick. And then Battlefront 2 got so much flack because it had the the, the, the loot boxes, which were just, just ignorant in my opinion. And then further than that, you know, they had the loot boxes and then they didn't have hardly any content. But then like over the years and up to this point, they've really revamped it. They've released content. I mean, now it's a really fully fledged, fleshed out game and it's awesome. But they got a lot of flack for the two, both battlefronts. And then, but then they came in with Jedi Fallen Order and it was a great game. Um, so I almost felt like th this was going to be another kind of battlefront style game mm -hmm. and then they realized that oh we're not doing so good so you know we're not doing so hot with that type of game and we're doing really good with this single player game so is it not possible that maybe we could yeah well you know battlefront had a rough start but they've really fixed the game yeah a lot i mean if oh, you go yeah. back and play it now it's, it's actually pretty <clears throat> impressive what they've done and they they must have a decent following because they're continuing to add new things. They're, they they oh. just added a big, huge update to the game. I was just playing the other day. I yeah, mean, and they just added um, more to the. They're calling it Age of Rebellion. They did an Age of Republic, and they added Republic mm -hmm. stuff. And they now they've done. They've added some more Rebellion things. They even updated the graphics to the game, <laughs> just uh, like last month. They're and really trying to, to pull it up. And, and yeah, I I commend them for that. I played it. I thought it was great. Now. The people on there are too good. I can't stink in. I, 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 I oh, trust to, me. I used, to, yeah. I used to be love like competitive games, and then like I, I, the older I get, I'm just like, man, I just want to have fun. <laughs> I, hear you. I don't want to have like a 14 year old so, hurt my feelings. Yeah. You know. Uh, so what what this says here is that the reason that they canceled it was they realized they just they wouldn't be able to finish in a year and a half. <clears throat> yeah. And the EA's executives had no interest in extending the timeline. If that's the case, hmm. I find that sad. That, that EA couldn't extend that. Um, I, I'm not going to be a hater or anything, but I do question why EA still has rights to to Star Wars games because as much as uh, as many games as they have canceled, as many times as they have kind of like flopped, it's it's kind of surprising that they still have those rights and maybe. Yeah. I don't know how long that extends for or anything, but I don't know. I, I mean, the Jedi Fallen Order is their first hit, their mm -hmm. first real true hit that they've had, oh, and yeah. they've owned it oh, since yeah. like basically the same, almost the same amount of time as Disney has owned Star Wars. Yeah. It's kind of that kind of all came together, and so. But the one other thing about this article that really has me excited. And I don't, don't know if you saw this, um, but they also reported that EA does have two new Star Wars games in development. Oh, no, I don't think I heard that one. One that is a sequel to Jedi Fallen Order. Ooh, well, I kind of expected that. But we yeah. expect that. Yeah. Um, of course, because it's a phenomenal game. <laughs> yeah. If you haven't played it yet, what's wrong with you? Yeah, <laughs> that's, it's a fantastic <laughs> game. And um, yeah, it's it's enjoy great. It. It's it's if you love Star Wars, you're gonna love that game. Oh yeah. Um, now, I'm not gonna get into story detail, too many story details and stuff. But like, I do wonder if this is going to be a continuation of the Jedi Fallen Order story, mm -hmm. or if they're gonna go Jedi, put new title in here, mm -hmm. and it just be like the same type of game, mm -hmm. but a different story. Well, so those of you who are not familiar, the game is set five years after Order 66. 
Um, and at the end of the day, I'm not, I don't want to give out spoilers. I mean, the game's been out for quite a while, but I don't want to give out spoilers. But at the end of the day, Cal Kestis, who's the main... Yeah. We've main given spoilers for other things already, so... <laughs> well, well, let's put it, this is older than uh, episode nine. I've been plenty of spoilers for episode nine. Well, I've stopped even trying to do... If you're listening to a Star Wars podcast and you've not seen episode you probably, nine... Well, you probably, if you're listening to a Star Wars podcast, you've probably already seen episode nine. Yeah. And you probably already either played the game, and if you haven't, you probably don't want to, so... Anyway, true, but, true. I'll, well, I'll just throw this out there. Cal Kestis does not die at the end. Of, he does not die, and right. um, and you know, more than likely, he has to because we don't hear about him in any other medium. So something has to happen, right? Yeah, he either has to die or he has to be completely detached from the, the you know. Yeah. Jedi so it, it would make a lot of sense to get a continuation of his story because yeah. it's not complete. Yeah. And they will complete it because that's what Star Wars does. They eventually complete <laughs> everyone's story. Yeah. And so, yeah. um. Whether now, of course, that could be in a novel, that could be in a comic, that well, could be in a movie, that could be in a TV show. They could do yeah. it anywhere. Yeah. Um, but I, I think the natural progression would be to continue his story. Yeah. However, you do run <laughs> into the the fact that by the end of Jedi Fallen Order, Cal Kestis is a Jedi Knight. Yeah. He has all of his Force powers. Yeah. He is no longer a Padawan that doesn't know that doesn't can't hardly do anything in the force. True. And part of what makes that game cool is that you start out and then you build it and you you become better and better. Mm. If you start a game where you're already have all that stuff, then what do you do? Yeah, I don't know. Sage, stop chewing your bone. <laughs> Come here. Unbelievably Come here, loud. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Come here. Bro, get some barbecue sauce on that thing, man. Drop it. Drop it. Drop it. <laughs> so, anyway. Um, <laughs> like tug of war with the bone on it. Um, you know, at some point, guys, we're going to have to get a like a, a video camera. <laughs> She's trying to bite my toes. Go <laughs> take away my bone. <laughs> so, anyway. Um, and and so, uh, and, and, and the other one, they say, is a smaller more unusual project at EA Motive in Montreal, Canada. 8-bit side-scroller. <laughs> no, I don't want that. It, you know what that what when I read that what I what I think of? What? Oh, it's it's a mobile game. It's some kind of mobile game. Yeah. <laughs> I I, I made joke about the 8-bit side-scroller, but that's pretty much what it's going to be. Basically like a, a small game I hope that's, that's I hope that's not the case. I I don't know what it, what it would be. I have no clue. Uh, but I nothing against mobile gamers or anything like that but i i just when it comes to getting star wars games right now i just want a deep meaningful game i don't want it to just be lore based yeah i want it to to be well what jedi fallen order was what knights of the old republic was give me that kind of stuff give me something that matters and if if it's just another mobile game it's not going to matter to me yeah i agree I, as long as it has a good, uh, you know, addition to the, I mean, it doesn't even have to add to lore. As long as it expands upon what we already have, I'll be good. So let's right. go ahead and move on. Yes, let's get on to our move releases. On. So yeah, our releases, our releases are not. Um, it's it. We're on the off week for comics again. Yeah. I'm not sure why they're doing it this way. I know I talked we, about this, but uh, so in the past we, I felt like you would go long spans of time where you would get a new star Wars comic every week. They've gotten this pattern where it's like only every other week. I don't yeah. know why that is, but <laughs> I don't know. anyways, so that being said, no comic releases 
Um, the only thing that we're getting this week that I'm aware of um, is Clone Wars Season 7, Episode 3. That'll yep. be coming... Um, well, actually, Episode 2 will come out tomorrow, mm-hmm. but we're reporting on the week after that, so it'll be Episode 3. Right. Um, so and, and just, again, uh, as, you, as, you know, as we said earlier, we just remind everybody... Next week, because we don't have all this information next week, we'll be reviewing both episodes. We'll, two and we three. will review both, yes. Okay. And so that'll continue the Bad Batch story, and I'm sure that will be some good stuff. Yep. But now, the goods. we're going to go into <laughs> our main topic, and what a main topic it is, folks. Oh, man. Yeah. As we um, have been talking about in our podcast uh, about Project Luminous. Mm hmm. And. Project Luminous was finally revealed, and what a reveal it was. Um, I I was blown away by it all. Um, I'm just going to go ahead, read what StarWars.com has given us on yeah. Project Luminous, and then um, and then we'll just kind of go into it. We'll just start yeah. talking about about it, what what your thoughts are, what my thoughts are. But let's just read this. So. Later this year, Lucasfilm will launch an epic new era of Star Wars storytelling that will be explored (coughs) through multiple voices in adult and young adult novels, children's books, and comics from a variety of publishers. Star Wars The High Republic, which has previously been referred to as Project Luminous, will be set in an era when the Galactic Republic and the Jedi Order are at their zenith about, now here's the big thing, about 200 years. Mm -hmm. Now, we had been, all the rumors... I've been talking about 400 years. Yeah, like four to 500, yeah. So, no, it is only 200 years. So, you can you can swap your chair out I'm if you literally, want. This is, this Go ahead and swap your chair me. out while I'm reading. <laughs> His chair's squeaking real bad. Um, so, we're only 200 years before the events of Star Wars The Phantom Menace. This period on the Star Wars timeline will not overlap any of the filmed features or series currently planned for production giving creators and partners a vast amount of room to tell Star Wars stories with new adventures and original characters. We are so excited to be opening up such a rich, fertile area for our authors to explore, says Lucasfilm president Kathleen Kennedy. We'll get to see the Jedi in their prime. Star Wars The High Republic features the Jedi as we've always wanted to see them, as true guardians of peace and justice. This is a hopeful, optimistic time when the Jedi and the Galactic Republic are at their height. But of course, into this glorious new era, something wicked this way comes. This initiative will give readers, young and old, a new corner of the galaxy to explore through rich, meaningful stories. Plus, readers will learn what scares the Jedi. This was a golden age for the Jedi and also a time of galactic expansion in the Outer Rim. So expect there to be rich tales of exploration, charting out the galaxy, meeting new cultures, and discovering what pioneer life in the Outer Rim was like. This is an incredible sandbox for our storytellers to play in, both within publishing and beyond, and we can't wait to see the great fiction they build within it. So we'll go even into some more details as we go, but just right off the bat, what are your thoughts on this on this announcement? This, <laughs> there's a lot to process. Yes. Um, frankly, I'm ecstatic. I think this is going to be awesome. I know so many people were, you know, I just I get so sick and tired of Twitter. <laughs> you know, yeah. Andrew convinced me to get a Twitter because, yeah. oh, man, that's where all the Star Wars news is. Well, that's where every, all the complainers are, too, you know? <laughs> hey, you get it everywhere. <laughs> Exponentially more on Twitter. I guess I'm just not looking on anywhere else. But I don't know. Um, 
I don't know. There's always going to be people who are complaining about stuff, and, and the reception, you know, I guess wasn't what they were wanting. Especially in Star Wars. <sighs> always Star Wars. The yeah. Star Wars fans are also sometimes the most heated fans. Yes. But <laughs> with that being said, I was very pleased. I was very excited. I mean, I think we all kind of wanted the Old Republic. We all kind of wanted to see these great Sith versus Jedi clashes. But at the end of the day, this is really cool. I, yeah. you know, as you and I have exclaimed multiple times and as our our podcast name kind of, you know, exclaims, we like Jedi. We love right. Jedi. That's our right. whole thing. And to see them um, at their prime, at their zenith, as that article articulates you know Mm -hmm. to see them in that in that form is going to be really exciting for me because again well and i have a little bit of a quote here um but it was quoted that the outer rim like i said and he kind of mentioned this or danced around it but this is another quote from uh, one of the writers but uh the outer rim is a lot like the wild west and the jedi at this time are almost like texas rangers and someone else also said that they were like the knights of the round table during this time, the Jedi are a more pure form of their ideals and less dogmatic and political, as they are in the prequel trilogy. They are truly more like peacekeepers, as they were designated to be. So they are more like knights and cowboys at the same time. And to me, I mean, that sounds amazing. Like, it does. It sounds that very... sounds so good. Um, and, yeah, I mean, for me, I think that's... Well, you know, and for people that don't know, we also love medieval things. We also love <laughs> yeah, we well, love knights, we love Templars, that true. kind of stuff. Very true. Uh, and so this is kind of like mixing Star Wars <laughs> and that together, which is just... I really... didn't think about that until you just yeah. said that, but you're like, oh, well, that, yeah, that is very telling of myself, yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah. I... I have so many questions still about all of this. Oh, yeah. But I do want to make one thing very clear. And I've already seen some talk about this. So one thing that me and Braxton really want to do with this podcast is always separate um, true the truth and what is maybe just a rumor. That's right. one of our big things. We, we make sure that our, we have our news story so people understand what is true news. Right. And, and we have rumors so that um, you understand what is just a rumor right now. That's very right. important to us that we make sure to define those. Yeah. Also, something that's important to us is that you guys understand uh, these stories and understand where they take place, those things as much as possible. We want you to understand that stuff. Right. So one thing I've been hearing a lot of people say about this, I've seen a lot of comments about this, calling this Disney's Old Republic. Yeah. <laughs> this isn't Disney's Old Republic. This no. is not the Old Republic. This is the High Republic. This is the High I Republic. Mean, it is yeah. a different era. The Old Republic yeah. still exists in, in, in canon. We don't know a whole yeah. lot about it. Yeah. But it does exist. Well, and, and let's put it this way. The High Republic, or let me put it, the Old Republic is three times older from the High Republic as the High Republic is to the Jedi <laughs> right. Order. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. we, we, we still have... Plenty. If they wanted to eventually go to the Old Republic, which I'd yeah. be happy, we still have plenty to go off of. Yes, and they, I, I guarantee you, we're going to see the Old Republic at some point when they're ready for that. Yeah. But this is a new era in Star Wars that we have never seen. Yeah. And I just want to make that clear. This is not the Old Republic. Mm-hmm. This, um, this is a new era and an exciting yeah. one at that. I think it's interesting that we're getting this, not that far away from from the phantom menace it's not i mean some characters that are in this 
are going to still be alive once we get in the beginning of the saga. Well, let's put it this way. Um, 200 years before this, Yoda would have been like 600. Yoda's in his prime. Yoda's probably, whooping you know, butt, yeah, numbers, whooping you butt. Know? And, I mean, and him and Yaddle, man. <laughs> he's got Yaddle <laughs> on his shoulder. and. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. That's exactly the image I needed. <laughs> Got a couple baby Yodas running around, you know. <laughs> oh boy, this is this is derailing quick. Anyway, uh, <laughs> no, I mean, and this is this is something I said previous to the uh, to Project Luminous announcement. This is something we discussed, I think, two episodes ago. But this was kind of my prediction: is that since we're having all of these new characters, all of this, I mean, all new, 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 mm-hmm. they're gonna have to have something to tie back in and make it feel familiar and i guarantee you it's gonna be yoda because oh yeah absolutely yoda, yoda has to it, be in this I mean, why wouldn't it well why wouldn't he, i mean he's gonna be in a jedi order you know right why yeah, wouldn't right. he you know be i don't know so well, he he taught he taught jedi he talks about it. i don't remember how many years it says he taught them but he taught them for a for many many yeah. years <clears throat> and so he he was already a teacher and i so i guarantee you he's going to be in this they may not make him a main character in the story mm-hmm. but he's gonna be there and yeah. he may not be the grand jedi master no. of of the order but he, he I, might be like the obi-wan right as he was in prequel like after right one, right two, right three, yeah he's like a jedi master but he's like you know i not would the high i would guy. yeah i wouldn't even be surprised if he's not even in the their their um council council yeah. he may not even be a part of the council yet it's very possible but I, I totally think we're going to see him. No, oh, they're, they're going to save that, of course. They're not going to yeah, say that yet. It's going to be some kind of reveal, but, you know. But I mean, come on. If he's not in it, it would be insane. Like I, mean, I would. Where 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 is he? You know he's right. alive. I mean, yeah. like where is he? You and know? we know he's already a Jedi and blah blah blah. <laughs> so let's let's go into a little more of this. So let's talk about the titles. Yeah. So the big one, the the big one that they're that's kind of starting this whole thing off, um, is called light of the jedi yeah and it's by charles soul who all who does many of he's already done a couple of different comics for star wars and they've all been fantastic yeah this is his first novel that i'm aware of i don't know that he's he's maybe written novels in in other um not in star wars but maybe in something else i don't know for sure but i definitely know this is his first star wars yeah. novel but man, he can tell a story. So yeah. <laughs> I I am so thrilled about this novel. Yeah. And the cover is so cool as well. Oh, seeing all those Jedi. Yeah. Seeing the Jedi, so they got these like white and gold um, yeah. outfits on. Um, there's a Wookiee. That's what yeah I was about to bring up. There's yeah. there's this Wookiee, and he's got a blue lightsaber, but it's like Excalibur. Like it's you know it's got like yeah. it's, it's like a cross guard yeah on it. it's got like, like a cross guard dude, on it's it so awesome. not like a Kylo Ren cross guard but like metal. like a, yeah a metal yeah. like actual cross guard yeah which looks really cool there's actually the names for these guys let me see if I can find that real quick I have to yeah, I have to tell you what the Wookiee's name is ba- it's awesome Valurib or something I don't it's know, awesome lines, but hold on a second and I'll <laughs> tell you I'm looking for it. Yeah, I was excited to see a Wookiee because at this point, up until now, we didn't have any in the canon. Now there used to be in the old canon, but there was no, uh, there's no uh, Wookiee Jedi at that point. So I'm excited they included him in that. Yeah, um, I'm not finding his name. Uh, could you search that real quick? Because yeah. I really want to say what his name was. Um, but what they're saying is that in that story. And, and that comes out in August, by the way. 
So we're getting our first story from the High Republic in August. And what they're saying is that in the story, there is going to be a disaster that will ripple out through the other storytelling as the galaxy reacts. Oh, real quick. His um, name is, I'll probably not pronounce this correctly, but it's going to be a book, so yeah. it doesn't matter, right? It's Buriaga Agaburi. Yes, that's what it is. <laughs> Buriaga Agaburi. It's just yeah. like, that is just, I love it. Yeah, it's so good. That is so good. He's got, like, and also, it also tells us the female <laughs> the female's name as well. It did. Um, and I am pretty certain she is in the holocron in, in issue three of Kylo Ren. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's her. Huh. If that it, would be... For those of you who are interested, go look at the, the cover of this of this book. It's Avar, Light of the Jedi. Avar Chris. Is yeah, Avar Chris. Yeah. And then go read the, um, Kylo Ren issue three and look for when he opens up this holocron and tell me that that's not her. <laughs> That would be that'd be uh, pretty awesome. If I'm it pretty was. sure it is. And then, of course, we also have to mention that the the um, what is that called? I can't remember what it's called right now. the The tower that's in the background. Oh, there. I know it's like star or something. Star something. Yeah. I was trying to the other day. Sorry, I guys. I forgot. I really wanted to write out some more notes, but uh. It did not happen, <laughs> right. and so I'm a little scatterbrained on all this. But I know. Well, like I said, today's been a very unorthodox. It's been, it's uh, been a crazy day. I'll leave it at that. But, um. Anyways, it's the same tower. It's the same place that they're going in the Star Wars comics, and yeah. we called it a couple weeks ago. We said that yeah. this was probably going to overlap. And heard it here, folks. Starlight Beacons. Yes, Starlight. That's what it is, Starlight. Yeah. So um, that's in there. We also know that the comic, the main comic, Star Wars The High Republic, is by uh, Kevin Scott. I'm gonna, I don't know if that's how you say his first name, but I apologize so. if yeah. it's not. But um, He's doing the, that, and it's going to focus more on the enemies, which are the Nile. Yeah, well, I was going to – I'll talk about it for Go just ahead, a quick talk, second. Go ahead. Talk about the yeah. Nile. So basically, you know, we see in Charles Soult's book that there's going to be some kind of cataclysmic event. Right. And also, as we saw, um, you know, basically in an article, the the, uh, the guys in production that they're writing all this, like, what are going to be something that the Jedi will be afraid of? Yeah, which is actually Kevin Scott who asked the question, and that's what birthed right. this whole thing. So um, – so, I'm trying to read here this part of the article. So um, it says, well, it has been quoted that the villains will be outlaws from the border of the Republic that are similar to, quote-unquote, space Vikings. And these new enemies will be called the Nile. Um, and it's N-I-H-I-L. So for somebody out there who knows of the old Republic lore, yeah. there's something very interesting. The Nile, well, which could be very easily be a reference to the legendary Darth Nihilus, yeah. N-I-H-I-L-U-S. And so if you don't know who that is, that's the Lord of Hunger. That's the one who – he was his so much hatred that he bound his force essence to a mask and a cloak and literally can, like, use the force to eat somebody's force and kill them. Like, so I could eat – like, I don't know what the cataclysmic event necessarily would be, but I could very easily see that something that dark would be what they go after that would scare the Jedi because, like, Darth – Nihilus, that's a incredibly 
you know, that's a really dark, scary thing. You know, like this like guy's so powerful on the dark side that he literally has an insatiable hunger to kill and you you know, kill somebody by eating their force essence. Like that's crazy. Yeah. So the Nile, as you know, as as these uh, you know are referenced to, very well could be like disciples of him or or at least of his creed or something. I don't know. Um, so I don't know. It'd be interesting to see what that. Yeah, is. and and so I think there's more to the Nile than, of course, than we know yet because what I've seen of them, they just look like space bandits. Yeah, exactly. They're, I don't. I haven't seen anything that like to me says why the Jedi would be afraid of them. Right. So I think that what you're referencing there makes total sense. If they could, if they could, let's just say they can suck the force out of a person. Yeah, that's something for a Jedi to be afraid of. Very right? afraid. Yeah. Um, I I've heard a lot of talk about this having a lot to do with um, hyperspace and hyperspace routes and those kind of things. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I I know Alex Damon from Star Wars Explained. Mm-hmm. Um, he he thinks that maybe they have a way to um, to stop hyperspace routes from happening. So then, like wherever someone's at, they're stuck where they are and they can't travel. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's interesting, but I don't see why the Jedi would technically be afraid of them. Right, and like I said, and, I, it, and if that's what this whole thing is centering around, is what it, what makes what scares a Jedi? Right. I don't think that that's intimidating enough. I think it's got to be more than that, right? Right. I mean, you'd imagine and, so. Yeah. And I don't so, really know. but I, I, I mean, it could go so many different ways. But I'm very curious to see what those enemies are going to be. Uh, yeah. So let's let's um, go through these other um, releases that they're going to have. Mm-hmm. They are also going to have a um, Star Wars: High Republic Adventures. So this right. is IDW again. The, this, like just like the Star Wars Adventures, this is the High Republic Adventures. Right. Uh, then they're going to have a middle grade novel by uh, Justina Ireland, and it's going to be called A Test of Courage. And then we have, in this one, super excited about, <laughs> we have Star Wars The High Republic Into the Dark by Claudia Body Gray, Gray. <laughs> one of the best in Star Wars novels. Oh, um, yeah. She is... She she can't she can't do any wrong. Every time she writes a novel, <laughs> it's amazing. She is not she's not failed yet. She really yeah, hasn't. Yeah. So I am of course super excited about that. That's actually going to be a YA novel, young adult novel. Mm-hmm. Um, What's the surprising? Well, she, so that's what her first one was. Oh, that's true. Yeah. And actually, her second novel was too. So mm-hmm. Master and Apprentice, I think, is the only one that she has written that wasn't a YA. Yeah, yeah. So, but the way she writes, like, it doesn't even really matter that's why she's just so good. Yeah. So I think that's going to be really great. But what really excites me about all of this is the fact that they've gotten together, they've talked through this, they've talked through what they want this to be, they have a plan, and all of these stories are going to connect to get the full picture. You have to, you have to read all of these stories right. to get the full picture. Right. And this is what I have wanted out of, out of star Wars fiction. Yeah. Since, since Disney bought star Wars, we have gotten a lot of stories that like, I don't want to say they don't matter. Well, just for instance, the YA novel force collector, like, right, right. 
was it a bad book? No, but it did. It literally had anything right to the story. It's, no, it. They're very. They're stories that don't seem to have a lot of consequence. There are a few exceptions to that, but there are a lot of them. They're just. They're good stories, but they don't have a lot of consequences because we already right. know the outcomes. We already know where those stories are headed. It's just kind of like more background information. Right. Yeah. This is on a whole different. This is this is so different because we don't know what happens to these people. We don't know where these people's story goes. Right. Um, there, there's just so much room for them to to tell these amazing stories, and it's going to be more like having series. Like we used to get these big long series and and legends. Mm-hmm. And and I will say that's the only my only complaint with this is I was hoping we would get like a bunch of novels yeah. that told like a big long series. And we only get like one actual adult novel out yeah. of this. But, but in Evolved by Old People, Charles Soule, which is kind of fun. Which is, yeah, which is very interesting. Yeah. But um, but saying all of that, they did say this is phase one. True. Yeah. So they're, they're pulling on MCU. <laughs> and, <laughs> right. yeah. and they're saying, hey, this is phase one of the High Republic. So there will be more right. phases, which means there will be more novels, I'm sure. Um, what I, I've, something I've heard is, is, they're probably like singling out a few main characters for each of these stories. Mm-hmm. And then maybe by phase two, mm-hmm. they're going to have all of these characters together. And it's going to be kind of like the Avengers, you know? Yeah. And we did hear rumors. I of did. This. We did hear about that. We did hear rumors. Like superhero like. Um, yeah. Superhero like yeah. Jedi's, all that stuff. And then coming yeah. together as a team. And that's kind of, kind of what this high republic well, i think is kind of trying to be what i what i heard in another article was that this is not going to have a central main character right that this is going to be a collection of characters so that would be very fitting and i think that that would be actually very appropriate because i think at the end of the day you know you're not going to make an impact any greater than the skywalker saga you know i mean that's just me you're never going to make a story as good as that not not a put and I don't mean that in a bad way like you're not I'm not trying to put a damper on any new Star Wars project but I'm saying like you, you gotta you gotta understand what you, you know how the deck's stacked against you you know what I'm saying you can't just have like this one central family or one central couple characters and then you know at, you know it's not gonna work right like it's not gonna get any better than the Skywalker saga so they're playing their the decks right they're playing their cards right and they are you know in my opinion if this is what they're doing this is the smart way anyway <laughs> is uh is you know taking a couple characters here and there really fleshing out their 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 characters but but making it more of a team or more of a thing because that's the whole point jedi are not supposed to be you know lone wolves you know they're supposed to be a whole pack they're supposed to be together you know so they're getting a couple of characters they're gonna build them up in phase one as you said you know maybe in phase two we're gonna see some more of these characters come through and maybe at the end of phase two or phase three whatever i don't know you know we get to see all them come together and i think that's very appropriate um, you know, because we're getting um, uh, Kevin Feige is going to help out with this, didn't? What, or maybe I'm incorrect on that. With what? Well, uh, with with upcoming Star Wars stuff. Yeah. Yes, he is. He is um, supposedly going to. Um, he's doing a movie. Right. Uh, where? What exactly his role in that is still a little uncertain, but he's in. He's probably a producer on it, most likely. So, and I know he or wasn't really. He wasn't like really that. in this project luminous, you know, really at all. But my opinion, with Disney being the head, they all have the the acquisition of Lucasfilm and Marvel. 
they're going to do what works. And with Kevin Feige coming on to help a little bit and the success of Marvel, <clears throat> I could easily see this whole, you know, superhero, you know, not really one central main character, but all these characters come together that we're all becoming familiar with. I could easily see that being what we get, you know, and I'm not against that yeah. at all. So they, they showed in their announcement trailer, they had this whiteboard. And they, they kind of showed some of the things that they yeah. wanted out of the higher public. So let's just go over those just real quick. So the, first they said they had fiction. And this so this was just like what they wanted in, in this fiction. Um, authentically lived in. Surprise. Diversity. Actual ending, which I thought was kind of funny. <laughs> um, I, I almost wonder if that was a jab at, at um, some of the other Star Wars content. But we yeah, will well, we <laughs> But... I, I do actually appreciate that. I like the fact that they're thinking about this and saying, hey, let's let's have a beginning, a middle, and then let's end it. Mm-hmm. Let's let's tell a full story. I agree. And yeah. and I honestly think that this group has already planned out what the story is from beginning to end. And, and, for the, the big picture at least. And that's that's my whole point. And that's what we wanted. That's what we want. That's what we wanted out of out of the sequel trilogy. I mean, is it that too we... much to ask for them to have a plan? Series? Yeah. And I'm telling you, <laughs> no. this group loves Star Wars and they get Star Wars. They yeah. know Star Wars. This group needs to be in the writing room for the movies. Yeah. Okay. I agree. I, I agree. I'm serious. These guys, these people, they they may not be movie people, but they know how to write a story. Oh yeah. Absolutely. And so why why in the world do they not get these why people waste, involved? Why waste why waste your resources? Yeah. Right? I mean yeah. like why not? But anyways. Them? So well, and then one thing I'll say is when I was watching the, the trailer and I, I shared this on the, the, the Facebook page. But when the first trailer, quote unquote, came out for High Republic, uh, part of the storyboard that was on there was Pablo Hidalgo. Yeah, you know, yeah. and he's mm-hmm. so if he's gonna be, a, I mean, he's you yeah. Know. The, basically, the whole story group was there. Yeah, and I'm gonna I'm gonna talk. Remind me if if I don't get back to that, remind okay. me because yeah. I do have something I want to point out about that. Um, so actual ending, feelings, relatable characters, sweeping epic. Then they had their Star Wars section. Okay. Yeah. And this says not pro war. Which I've heard a lot of people complaining about that, that they're they're saying not pro war, and they're like, well, it's Star Wars, but Star Wars has never been pro war. Well, it's not supposed it's always, to be. It's anyway, not supposed. It's a, it's about it's about um, you know. Anyways, that's a whole another th- story. But anyways, <laughs> right. if you yeah. think that Star Wars is pro war, then you don't understand Star Wars. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, so, droids, scope, mythic, space and lightsaber battles. Yes. No single main character, the Force. Yeah, love all that. That's all really um, great. And yeah. then Star Wars wishes. So I think this is stuff that they they wanted to try to include as much include as, as much as they could. Yeah, yeah, yeah. High Republic. I think they got <laughs> that one pretty well. Oh, there you go. Congratulations, um, you won. Relic Hunters. University. Dinosaurs. Dinosaurs, Dinosaurs. with an exclamation point. <laughs> That's one of my favorites. Dinosaurs. Dinosaurs. Uh, representation, diversity. I can't read the other one. It's too blurry on mine. Can you read it on yours? Uh, it looks like it says some kind of word. Like it's, for some reason, <laughs> it's really blurry. Something legends. I don't. I. So I think it's talking about like kind of like Knights of the Round Table. I'm, if I remember right, there was something. Oh, about Arthurian. Arthurian. Yeah, legends. I can see it now. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then there's rival houses, Sith Empire, which is interesting. Yeah, yeah. And 
I can't read this. Chaos, Chaos Agents. Agents. Okay. Yeah. So all that, again, sounds really cool. Man, I just think they're going in a cool place with this. I'm really excited about it. Um, oh, so there's going actually, I, I think that we still got the same picture. I looked at another one. It, we cut off some. Um, it did cut off some? Yeah. Okay. So on the on the fiction one at the bottom, it said humor. Oh, okay. Star Wars sec- middle section said complicated monsters. Oh, okay. Sorry then, about that. <laughs> yeah, good. And then the last one is Star Wars Wishes was Splinter Group Force Users. Okay, cool. So, anyway. anyway into it, yeah, great stuff. Yeah. So, going back to uh, the story group being there, all of the story group, they brought in artists from the movies to come in and, and, and draw up <laughs> yeah. pictures and draw up ideas. And, and so, here's here's I'm going to just say it now and I'll let it rest. I don't believe that this is truly going to be a publishing thing only. That's exact. Yeah, yeah. There's no way they're bringing in all of the story group. They're bringing in all the artists for the movies and all the stuff. We're creating all of these images, all of these things for it to just only be novels. As soon as they said that, as soon as they said that, and then they had this big release date on the 24th. I, I, I literally, no one was beside me. I was sitting there talking to myself like a weirdo. I was literally looking at my computer. This is not just going to be a publishing app. I mean, I knew it. And this is my 100% uh, thought because because here's the thing. They're going to be incredibly, after all the stuff that's transpired over the past year or so, they're going to be incredibly cautious on whatever they do. Mm-hmm. Right? They're going to be incredibly cautious with all the flack they've gotten. Yeah. And basically, oh, well, here's this new big project. But it's not going to, we promise, it's not going to be. Well, know. and I'm not saying that there's, that they, they, they say they're, they're, this is not connected to any movie they have in production. Yeah. I believe them. I'm not well, saying, yeah, not right I'm now. not saying yeah. that they're lying. No, I believe that what we're getting, and this is what I've thought from the get go when I heard the rumors. I believe that what we're getting is a testing ground. That's exactly what okay? I was gonna say. That's exactly They're, what I was this say. is the yeah. testing ground for the High Republic. They're yeah. gonna release these. We're gonna get familiar with the the era. We're getting familiar with the characters. We're getting familiar with all this. And what they're going to do is once everyone loves this era, they love the stories, they exactly, love the characters. Exactly. What once I was they realize yeah. that this is a, a success and that fans love it. Then we're going to get Hook movies, we're going to get them? TV shows, we're going to get other things in this era. Not yet, stinker. it may yeah. be years down the road, but this is a testing ground. Now if it flops, we probably won't. Yeah. But I do not at all believe that their plan is for this to just remain a publishing yeah. um, thing. I, that's why they brought in, that's why they got the, the head artists coming in and writing and drawing this stuff. Because they know they've got to get it down now. Right. So when they do finally make a movie, they've already got that stuff established. Right, exactly. But we're going to go ahead. We could keep talking <laughs> forever could, on this. I guys, <laughs> I'm just going to, I'm really excited about, about this. I'm so really excited. excited about where this stuff is headed. I think great things are in store. It's such a new thing for us as Star Wars fans. This just whole new era. And just, it's really exciting. But I'm gonna shut up now. <laughs> we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna move yeah. on. Let uh, Braxton take over our Q and A. Okay, so uh, we're running pretty short on time, so we're gonna try to we're trying to do this as thorough but as quick as possible here. Um, and that is uh, first of all, um, we had a couple questions this week that was gonna put in the queue. Ironically enough, um, they both of the questions was a one of them was what we was talking about today on our main topic, <laughs> and then the other one is actually a main topic we're gonna do in the near future. So. 
Um, so we may not get to those ones because <laughs> we're going to have those as our main topics. So anyway, but the ones that were queued, uh, the last three from last week, we're going to go ahead and throw those in here. Uh, but our very first question for this week was by, uh, Richard Winter. And he asked, would the sequel series been better if they had followed the fate of Jedi book series? So for me, you know, that's, that's kind of a hard and easy question at the same time, right? Like, so it's easy because you know, as we know, the fate of the Jedi series was, it's, it's what everybody knew as episode seven, right? Or episode eight or episode nine, you know, whatever happened to after episode six, that's what we know and love. Um, or we did for a while, right? You know, Luke has his son, Ben, uh, and then, you know, uh, uh, Han Solo and, and Leia, they have their two kids, um, uh, Jason and Jaina, Jason and Jaina, who Jason and goes haywire and whatnot. But, my point being is that I think that there are fantastic stories. I really liked how they how they went, but at the same time, you know, uh, we didn't get that. So would it have been better? It's hard to say because here's the thing: we saw how how different a direction they took with seven, eight, and nine. You know. Yeah. Um. Well, and let me just say this real quick, and I'll I'll, I'll shut up about it. But you know, the the problem is is that even if they did take the fate of the Jedi series, they would have changed that too. You know. They would have conformed it in some way to what they wanted. So at the end of the day, it would have been better, maybe, right? But at the same time, we got what we got. And if they took those stories, it's very possible they would have changed it too. Yeah, so, so I'm, I'm, in, I'm, I'm very interested in the fact that who that whoever um, asked us this question. Richard I'm sorry, Winter. I forgot the name. Richard Winter? Yeah. Okay. Thank you for um, posting, asking us a question, yeah. a question, Richard. We appreciate it. I'm very interested in why he chose fate of the Jedi specifically for that question, because fate of the Jedi is, it takes place um, after a lot of stuff's already happened. Mm -hmm. So like me personally, I think if you were going to say kind of set in that same time period as the sequel trilogy and stuff, I would probably say legacy of the force mm -hmm. because that's where you deal with Jason's fall to the dark side. And when he is eventually defeated. Right. So I feel like that's kind of more the story of that you would probably yeah um kind of goes side by side with the sequel trilogy but um so i don't think fate of the jedi would work as well because the fate of the jedi is built off of so much stuff that has already happened right the legends yeah. legends had so many books so many stories that built up into into that so if we were to get the story that fate of the jedi brings everybody'd be like what in the world <laughs> right. because yeah. it's 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 built yeah. off of so much content that already came before it so right that's my answer yeah so all right so hopefully that answered your question um and like i said at the end of the day we're we're, we're not the people who are going to rag on the sequel trilogy every every two seconds basically like could it have been different we wish it was different maybe right but at the end of the day right, it's right. what we got but so. it's what we got so and it is canon it. it's the <laughs> story just, it is the official it. story yeah. all right so let's move on our second question comes from noah aguilar uh, thanks for again for hey, like being my, our, our old good buddy Noah. <laughs> Every week you're the old faithful man. We appreciate it. We really week. appreciate your support, man. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, he was the first one when we he didn't was. know. We, he he was. was the one that like just made us like, hey, we actually like have somebody that's listening like, to us. Yeah. So we we really appreciate you, man. We can't not tell you enough how yeah, much we appreciate exactly. you. Exactly. So thank you for that. But you said, um, and this is a very painful question uh, for me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he says, do you plan on going to Star Wars Celebration this year? And have you ever gone before? So Noah, again, this is a very emotional question for me <laughs> on so many levels. 
Um, you know, I, I me and Andrew have been one time. Um, last we went year, last year, in 2019, was me and him. He, he and I, he's just a first time. What an experience! Going. And and again, it's it's emotional because like for real, like if you haven't been, what well, yeah, that that's where we learned about Project Luminous. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Stuff. Um, and yeah, you get to hear about stuff that you never. We were in the room with the authors when they announced know, Project Luminous. So crazy. Or the, what, when they announced that there was going to be a project, not right. what the, what it was. Yeah. But yeah. So, but my point is like, you know, it, it really, if you've never been, if you love Star Wars and you've never been to a, 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 a celebration, you really ought to go because it's, it's truly a magical experience. I mean, it's like, amazing. Mul- I mean, like several days just cram packed of nothing but Star Wars and, and they go over the top with it, man. The props yeah. and, and just, and, I mean, it's so good. And everyone there loves Star Wars exactly. because they spent exactly. a bunch of money to be there. Exactly. So, you know, everyone, every single person in that <laughs> building loves Star Wars yeah. just as much as you do. Yeah. And everyone's just super friendly to each other and just, I mean, it's, it's pretty phenomenal. Yeah. So to answer the other part of your question, so your well, first part went per good grief. I'm having a stroke. Um, the first part of your question, yes, we've been. We had a fantastic time. If we're going to go again, Andrew does plan to go this year. I plan to go this year. I um, I want to go very badly, but I, I have a new job and the money's that I just don't think I'm I may be again. going by myself, but we'll see. I may just oh. have to go by myself, yeah. Um, my wife may be going with me. It's but we're moving into a new home, uh, and uh, there's a lot of a lot of um, variables. <laughs> right, yeah. We're not real sure how it's all going to play out. We're not real sure how much money we're going to have. Blah blah blah, et cetera, et cetera. But I do yes. plan on going. I have my <laughs> ticket, so <laughs> we'll see what happens. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I I have full intentions of being there. Yeah, and I, I will uh, come back and tell you guys all about it if I do. Yeah, so. and I'm gonna try my. Best. I don't. I even know the. Best. I'm gonna try my best to go, but it's. I'm, I'm really hoping that you figure it I out. I really want to, it but out. it's it's looking unlikely. But but may the force I, be with I me. I still <laughs> hold out hope because um, last year that Braxton told me he was not going. And, there was no way. And I, I begged him for months. Yeah. I I I purchased my tickets like a year in advance. Yeah. Or as soon as they came on, it's usually close to a year in advance, but. Um, I had my tickets, so I had like a long time to try to convince Braxton to do it. They sold out, <laughs> yeah. you know, all that, blah, blah, blah. He couldn't do it. He found some on eBay, paid a way overpriced <laughs> amount to, to get a ticket, yeah. and then he ended up going last minute. And it so was a, I'm hoping it was that an amazing time. I'm yeah. hoping that this happens again the same way. <laughs> well, I'm going to pray and and cry over this because I hope so too because, I mean, I had no intentions of going last year. and Although I wanted to, I had no intentions. Yeah. I, I didn't well, think and it, it's, so. it's harder this year. Because it's in California. And that's what we it's live in Anaheim, we California. Live close to so Chicago. It's uh yeah, Chicago was a much easier um way to go. Yeah, we didn't have to fly. So, <laughs> we have to do I'm that. honestly guys, I'm not sure how I'm doing it yet either, but <laughs> I have reserved a hotel room. Not paid for the hotel room. Yeah. But I have reserved but a hotel room. That's impressive. The only thing I have the only thing I have actually purchased is my ticket. So Yeah. Anyway, so <laughs> we can I, I yeah, I, I'm going to start crying if we keep talking about <laughs> So our third and final question is from Kristen Perry. And this is, this hey, is Kristen. actually, hey, Kristen, we thank you for uh, commenting yes, thank you. again. But we, uh, this is a kind of a big question, and we're running over our, our time limit here. So we're going to have to maybe explain this a little bit quickly, so I'm sorry about that. But you say, how do you explain the inconsistencies in Star Wars? And so she commented a picture on the Facebook group, um, on the Q&A forum. And basically that picture just had several instances where the original trilogy and the prequel trilogy didn't really line up in, in how things were told. 
Um, you know, for instance, one of them with the original trilogy says, uh, Leia told us that she can remember her mother, but in the prequel, he says, that, you know, we see that Padme died. Um, and for instance, like, uh, you know, the forces and energy around us and binds us, but then wait, all of a sudden in the prequels, it talks about force being like microorganisms as the midichlorians. Yeah. So go ahead. You so we get in. So for example, there's a couple different ways that Star Wars handles these things. Um, one of those ways is is just filling in more detail, adding things that right. we don't get in just from in the movies that like in novels and comics and things. The co- one comic um, is is focused on Padme, and Padme goes, and she um, watches some holograms of her mother Padme recorded, and mm-hmm. so she views those and sees her mannerisms, sees her talking, blah blah blah, and so. Things like that can be why maybe she, why she can say something like she remembers her mother. Right. And it was a way that they could tie that back in and be like, hey, see, she had this happen, and that's why she can say that line. Right. And there are a lot of instances like that where where Star Wars um, can kind of make up for the fact that they that the or the prequels and the originals didn't really line up. Right. Well, and then also like another one was like. Um, talking about Ben or Obi-Wan, whatever you want to call him in this, this instance, but like in the original trilogy, he says, Yoda was my master, but then in the prequels, Qui-Gon Jinn was my master. And that's a pretty simple one to, to kind of talk about. Like, you can have multiple masters, um, especially like in that scenario. Yeah, that's, yeah, that one's pretty easy. I mean, Yoda was the Grand Jedi master, and... Mm-hmm. He was the master of and, all the masters. Yeah, and obviously, know. Obi-Wan was very respectful to him, and, and, taught, and he learned many lessons from him. Well... Let's put it this way, okay? Qui Gon was his initial master as a Padawan, but then, okay, Qui Gon died. So then, all of a sudden, Yoda is teaching him all of this stuff. Yeah. Well, then he just takes on a secondary master. Yeah. Again, it's a very easily can be explained. Yeah. Now, for the ones that are truly are, I'm sorry, did you have something you Go wanted? Ahead. Go ahead. For ones that are truly like this, just doesn't fit at all. Sometimes. You just have to retcon something. That's what I was, yeah. That's what I was Sometimes you just have to retcon. Um, you know, to give an example, and this isn't f- from movie to movie, but in the Force Awakens novel, Ray and Poe meet and have a conversation. Okay? Mm-hmm. Well, then we get The Last Jedi, and... Ray and Poe meet and have a conversation like it's their first time. Yeah. And people were like, well, but in the, but in the, but in the novel, they already met. Yeah. Exactly. Well, you know, guys, sometimes there's going to just be just, a retcon. It's just called creative oversight. Yeah. You know, sometimes, and so, you know, and, and what Pablo Hidalgo has beat over the head of us fans for a long time and no yeah. one listens to him, but he'll continue to tell you. And so I'm going to tell you guys now what he always says is the movies take precedence over everything else. Right, so if the movie exactly. if the movie says something happened, if the movie says this, then that's what goes. Right. That goes over anything else. Right. Now, I know some people are like, well, but, but, but everything's supposed to fit together now. Well, for the most part, it does. Yeah. But every once in a while, there might be something retconned. And it and, and in that instance, whatever the movie said is what goes. So, so there you go. And, and, and we like to... At some point, it'd be kind of fun to break down each of those instances and like. Oh yeah, sure, absolutely. But we just don't have the time today. Yeah, sorry. But <laughs> like I said, at the end of the day, what happens is you have to think that the original trilogy was created in the seventies and eighties, right? And all of a sudden, right. now twenty to twenty-five years later, we're getting, uh, we're getting 
new movies that are set beforehand. So the timeline is kind of weird, and in real life, it's it's several decades later. And so there's just sometimes there can be very easily some of this creative oversight, and that's just something you're gonna have to understand is that more than likely, some some of those things, like I said, can be explained. Some of them are just like. Okay. That's sometimes you just have to <laughs> accept the fact that some of these movies got made way later, and they <laughs> right. just had to change some stuff. And, that's just, and prequels, just I think, <laughs> just George Lucas having fun. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. So he's like, "I'm the creator. I'll do whatever I want. I'll, I made this universe. Okay, I'll say what I want." So, all right, guys, we're gonna come to the conclusion. Uh, and thank you so got so much, guys, for listening to this episode. We so greatly appreciate your guys, uh, you know, listening. Yes. Uh, and, and participating and things like that. We want to thank everybody so much for their again continued support towards this podcast and and uh, just it would not be what it is without each and every one of you. Um, so please Absolutely. just continue to like and follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Uh, we're gonna like I said just uh, continue. Um, if, if this is the, like you've been listening for a while but you haven't participated in the the polls and and, and the Q and A forums and discussions, please do that. We love to hear from you. Um, that's the whole point. We just want to engage with Star Wars fans, just people like us who love Star Wars. So right. uh, like us, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, um, le- follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, leave us a review of what you think. We love to, like I said, get better every single time. And uh, we just uh, excited for you to join us next week for Episode 7. Last but not least, may the Force be with you, and we thank you for joining the Jedi Eternal. Thank you.